Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. It is the Kings of the Heart podcast. My name is Tariq Omari Walton. And as always, I am joined by the other king of the heart, my man, my brother, Dr. John Hart. What is going on, Dr. Hart? How you feeling this morning, man? Oh, man, it's good to be here. Happy Friday. Happy Friday to uh, you. It's going to be it's gonna be exciting one, man. Yeah. Feeling good, feeling great, my man. Yeah, yeah. You know what, Dr. Doc, you know, we just want the listeners to get the best information out there, right? So we come right. on here every week and we share what we know as clinicians, as licensed marriage and family therapists. But every now and then we want to bring in other experts. Absolutely. And today we have a very special guest, an old friend, someone I had on my old shows way back in the day. <laughs> and she is um, a businesswoman. She's an entrepreneur herself. She has been working in this field for a very long time. She nice. has uh, her own company where she's working with clients on helping them establish better profiles for their online mm, uh, communities cool. and just helping yeah. people really get out in the dating world in the proper way. Yeah, and so I yeah. want to welcome to the show, Miss Erica Etten. Erica! Hi. Welcome, welcome. Welcome, Erica. Welcome. That's me. Thanks. <laughs> it is. It is Erica. Erica. And Erica's company is called A Little Nudge, right? Uh-huh. Eric, why don't yeah. you tell us a little bit about A Little Nudge and what you've been doing and how long you've been doing, because I know you are a veteran here. I am. First of all, thank you for having me. Thank you for coming. Uh, yeah. My pleasure. Uh, Twelve and a half years wow. I have been doing this. I know. I. It surprises me every day. But <laughs> no, I, I was one of those people. I was a really early adopter of online dating, which mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you something a little crazy. I started doing online dating in 2001. Wow. Okay, let's think about oh, that. Oh, wow. Yeah. wow. Yeah, I know. Nobody did online dating in 2001. I was almost there. I, 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 did, I did my first online date, actually my only online dating back in 2003, 2004. So we're back around the same go. time. Yeah. yeah. So it was, it was well before, well, the, the, well the before huge, Yeah, the huge launch, anything. right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So what did I know? I'm just like, this seems cool. You know, so I went on there on and off and my background's actually in economics. Wow. And so I put together two things I really liked, online dating and uh, spreadsheets, like one does. <laughs> and I started tracking things in there. Like if I write to somebody, what's my response rate? Like, does he write back? <clears throat> if he does, do we go on a date? Like what's my conversion rate from response to date? And I made little tweaks to improve my results. That's when my friends started asking me, like, what are you doing that I'm not? Help me. And so it sort of all came together. I was working in finance. I wasn't thrilled with my job. I was helping friends with online dating and loving it. So, yeah, in early 2011, I, I quit my job and, and started the business. Wow, that's nice. absolutely amazing. And so here you are 12 Thank years you. later. and doing, Yeah, here doing, we are. How, now, how long have you been doing it full time? Always full time. Always full time. I, I never wanted to have a crutch, so I quit my job before I started the business, which, wow. you know, looking back, I'm like, wow, I can't believe I had the guts to do that. But I'm really glad I did because, you know, I didn't want to have the safety net of a paycheck of my former job because I didn't think I would work as hard. Right. No. Wow. No. That's that's absolutely amazing. That's I was a lot. Wow. <laughs> I was pretty. You're gutsy. taking chances. You're taking absolutely. major chances back yeah. then. Yeah. You know? 
Yeah. Um, you know, before we get too far into this, I wanted to, um, I had, I just have to show this. I just have to show this old clip of Erica on my oh old gosh. TV show. You can see not only so nervous. Erica, no. you can see an old Tyreek. This is nine years ago on my old show, Views and Vibes. So take a look real quick. <laughs> Let's see if I get this thing to actually play. Oh, jeez. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> this is great. I love it already. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> and that's no, that's ac- that's that's consistent. And um, I was gonna ask you that. Are boy, you, still you and I are same? adorable. Okay. <laughs> uh, and she looks exactly the same. It's been almost oh, that long. I don't been, know, but thank you. That is hilarious. So I just had to share that. I had to bring that back for you. That, that I was love great. it. Yeah. That, that made great. me happy. And so, uh, and so you great. said, like you said, that's still consistent. You still think the same way. You're still giving the same kind of insights and, and oh advice to your clients. Oh my gosh, hundred percent. I just. You know, I might have more little names and things to call, you know, you know, dating terms now, but uh, the same is true. I mean, I think too many people put pressure on themselves on the first date to feel something for this to be like evaluating their future spouse if that's what they are looking for. And I always say I would rather you learn nothing about the other person on the first date, but remember instead that you laughed, that you had fun, that you felt attractive, Mm -hmm. that you felt attracted maybe a little to the other person. The rest will fall into place, but you have to make sure there's a baseline of just rapport before mm-hmm. anything else. Yeah. I mean, I think that's some of the things that we as clinicians, we tell our clients as well, because we'll find, mm-hmm. well, I know I have a lot of clients who have gone from being married to now being divorced and single again. Sure. And yeah, as they're stepping back out into the dating world and all the pressure they're putting on themselves for this to become something new. And I say the same exact thing. Just go out and have a good time. You're going right, into exactly. this idea that this person has to turn into something long term and it doesn't. It really is just about finding out, are you compatible? You don't need to know whether they, you know, um, you know, what happened in their last relationship. You don't need to oh, know what gosh, all their no. goals are. You know, all that isn't really necessary to get to know the person in a way that is going to move you from date one to date two. Yeah, I completely agree. I think people think. They have to go through this checklist on a first date. Mm -hmm. Did you do this? Did you do this? Tell me about this. Tell me about that. The number of Mm -hmm. people who ask your divorce story on a first date is is sickeningly high, in my opinion, because Mm -hmm. like stop trying to evaluate people on their past. Presumably, if anyone has done even a modicum of work, they're a better they're going to be a better partner this time around. So to so. You know, you look hard enough, you'll find something you don't like about someone. Stop looking so hard. (laughs) Agreed. Agreed. So even before you can get to the first date, you have to make Mm -hmm. sure that your online profile is such Mm -hmm. that people are going to want to connect with you. It's a a, a big marketing thing, right? This is what you're stepping into. You're stepping into marketing yourself. 
So what are some of the tools that you provide for your clients? Don't give away the whole story, you know, but, you know, <laughs> what kind of what kind of tools do you give to your clients to at least get the profile up and begin to attract the people that they want to want to attract? I think a lot of people make the mistake of being really generic in their profile, thinking I have to appeal to everybody or they make the mistake of not even writing words in their profile. And then all we have to do is base our interest on your pictures. And so when I work with clients, I ask them fun questions to try to get to what their personality is. No, it's never going to get to the root of your, you know, your core being and your values. That stuff will come out. I want to know more. What's your favorite snack? Like, do you have any, you know, stupid human tricks? Uh, You know, where's your happy place? Like, what do your friends tease you about? Those are all questions I ask clients. And I learn the most fun things that way. Like, what? Okay, what is your favorite snack? Either of you? Me? Yeah. Apples. I I love apples. Let's start there. That's what my wife wife wants me to say. Apples. Okay, say no more. Um, so your apples, John. What, what do you like? What's a snack or something, or anything? Uh, anything you really enjoy? I like homemade uh, chocolate chip cookies. Yum! Yeah. Who doesn't? That's my favorite right there. That's what I really like. I'll, that's my that's my favorite yeah, right there. But you know, I, I knew that. Uh, and and we'll call mine. Um, I like hummus and pita chips. Oh, nice, sure. nice. Okay. So so now I might write in a profile. Something about apples, something about, you know, homemade chocolate chip cookies. Like you could even say, ask me the secret ingredient. Or yeah. I might or I might say, like, don't knock cinnamon pita chips until you've tried them. Whatever. It doesn't get to who we are as people, but it <laughs> right. makes us interesting enough that it's planting what I call message bait, which is something mm. someone can either ask about or respond about. They feel brilliant because they've asked you. A relevant question. Wow, I wonder if the secret ingredient is walnuts. Good thing I'm not allergic. You know, they've found something relevant in your profile. They feel brilliant, yeah. but really, you're brilliant because you planted it there. Yeah, yeah. nice. That's pretty cool. Dan, yeah. Did you have anything? So that, that's what I do with clients. We just go through some fun questions that maybe they haven't thought about. I always ask their happy place. It baffles me only because I'm a city person. How many mm. people are like, I love the water. It makes me relaxed, and I'm thinking. Whoa. I like, uh, but at least you learn about them that way, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Are there are there any uh, are there any um, common anxieties people enter? You know, when they're interacting with you, have you picked up over the years? Like, what are some of the common trends where people are like, "I'm really nervous about this," or "I'm not really sure how to manage mm-hmm. this." So, because because anxieties are always there whenever I'm talking to my clients sure. when you're starting to date. So I'm just kind of where you're like literally behind the scenes in this particular <laughs> right. phase, right? So, any common <laughs> anxieties you've heard over the years? All of them. Uh, <laughs> right. yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just like people you work with, a lot of my clients have been married for a long time yep. before. So dating is not the same. I would say texting is probably mm. the most common anxiety. What do I text before a date? What do I text after a date? How much do I express my interest over text? Do I put that emoji? What did that emoji mean? They didn't mm. answer for three hours. Texting mm. brings up so much, in my opinion, unnecessary anxiety. But I understand why the, the anxiety is there because we're all attached to our phones. And if someone doesn't answer us in what we deem to be a timely fashion, it causes a lot of anxiety Mm. these days. And Mm. and it's interesting. I I don't know if you see this too. A lot of people attribute that. I know attachment theory is big. A lot of people attribute that to anxious attachment. I actually think it's technology, number one. Mm -hmm, And number two, 
the other person. If the other person's not giving you the validation you need, even if you're the most secure person in the world, who's not going to feel anxious? Right. Good point. Right. Yeah, that's a great point, yo. You know, I think about... So, oh, texting, right. yeah. Texting. I think about, you know, just the way that people communicate who they are. And then sometimes you realize that there's not a lot there. And I'm curious, as you're helping people build their profiles... How often do you come across people who just really aren't that interesting and you have to work hard to <laughs> make them seem interesting? Oh, that's funny. That's a good question. Well, so I start every client with an hour-long Zoom call where I get to know them, get to know what they're looking for. Most people take the full hour because who doesn't love talking about themselves? But, True. you know, some people at 30 minutes, I'm like, mm-hmm, la-la. No. <laughs> and so I'm never going to write something or suggest they write something that's untrue. It's just really bringing out like if I see a client's eyes light up mm -hmm. I'll ask them more questions about that if they tell me about the time they went to their grandmother's lake house in Georgia I don't know I'm making this up I'll dig deeper into that to see what I can get from that to see what I can pull maybe you just you really like lake life maybe you're dreaming <laughs> of buying yeah. a kayak and having a dock one day that's something I might put in mm. the profile that wouldn't necessarily be relevant or uh, wouldn't necessarily not relevant. What's the word I'm looking for? Realized from talking to them, right? Mm, right. So, oh, I'm I'm digging. I'm doing the best I can. I'm sure you have um, to. Yeah, and it's funny. Like a lot of people, when I talk to them, say to me, "I know I'm so boring," and I have to remind them, "You're only boring to yourself because you live with yourself." So <laughs> don't say that on a date because sure. so much so much of life is framing, and so. If you say the same thing in two different ways, I'll hear it in two different ways. So right. if I ask you your hobby and you say, I like watching The Bachelor on Thursday nights, but you act all like, woe is me about it. Like, I know it's so embarrassing. I watch yeah. The Bachelor on Thursday. I'll be like, I'm embarrassed for you. Mm -hmm. But if you're like, you know what? I, I, I work really hard every day. And the thing that makes me the happiest on Thursdays is watching The Bachelor and eating pad thai and drinking a glass of red wine. I will love that because mm -hmm. you've expressed that you loved it. Right. So, mm -hmm. so much is about how you frame things too and really how you feel about yourself. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Wow. Yeah. Are there, have there been moments where uh, folks want to overshare, right? I mean, oh like that's the, other, that's, yes. the other, that's the other trick, right? Like we have, we have folks who will kind of struggle on what to put, but then like, let's also be as inclusive as possible. We also have people who will overshare, yeah. you know, oh gosh, really, really want to sell themselves, right? right? Yeah, like there's overselling and, and I can imagine in, in your line of expertise, Erica, it's like, like what advice have you given those folks or what concerns have you shared with them about the oversharing? Yeah, the advice is don't do that. Um, <laughs> a, yeah, a lot of people overshare thinking I should get all of this out now. I should right. spew out right. all the bad stuff so right. that way you know what you're getting. Well, that's no, that's not advice I would give. Right. I mean, I see profiles sometimes that talk about the the divorce they had and someone cheating and this and that, that is not for public consumption. Right. And so, yeah. uh, again, I recommend just, you're not writing anything that deep. You're writing what makes you happy. You're writing things you enjoy doing, maybe places you've lived, maybe what you do for a living, the surface stuff, because all the other stuff is going to come out. And I would give the same advice for on a first date. People sometimes think they have to just like, all the things on the first date. Here's my medical history. Here's my relationship history. Take it or leave it. But why wouldn't anyone leave it if that's the only data point they have on you? Mm -hmm. mm. You know, yeah. let mm. someone get to know and like you for who you are. And then that stuff will come out when they already have a baseline of who you are as a person. Right. But in a vacuum, just telling people all this 
negative stuff about yourself, it's not going to do anyone any good. Mm-hmm. Facts. And why do why do you think people do that? I mean, right. I have my own theories, but why do you think yeah, people want right. to want to you know <laughs> oh, give the entire because they've been hurt in the past mm. because something has come out that someone didn't like, and now they're saying, "Well, I better get it all out early," right. and it's reinforcing their belief that people don't like them for that thing. Mm-hmm. But it turns out people don't like them anymore because they're oversharing, not for the thing they're actually sharing. It's because they don't have the self awareness to know when to shush. <laughs> right. Right. Being too transparent too early can really crush your chances of getting somebody who who may actually like you for who you really are. Exactly. Who doesn't have something about themselves that's not like the most positive? We all got stuff. I have a circulation problem. I don't really think I I do. I think I'm pretty perfect. I think I'm pretty perfect. Stop laughing, John. That's not funny, man. You don't have to laugh at me. (laughs) Even little things. Like I can't do cold weather sports because I have a circulation problem in my toes. Okay. If I shared that initially, someone would be like, she's never skiing with me. She's never this. She's never forget it. Take Mm. her off the list. Mm. But who cares? In the scheme of life, it really doesn't matter. I'll sit by the sideline and wear some toe warmers and call it a day. Right. And it's just like, you don't have to share all of it. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, (laughs) When I think about two people who have, let's say they do have a, a wonderful profile. You help them get the profile up. And so now they are more marketable. They're more attractive mm-hmm. online and people begin to reach out. Oh, we got to talk about pictures first. Oh, oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Fine. Yeah, good. <laughs> yeah. Happened no. to the pictures. I, how do I forget yeah. about that? Yeah. Let's talk about the pictures. Yeah. Oh my God. I mean, I mean, you know, I post a lot of things yeah. on Instagram yeah. of, of, of maybe not the best things people post on their profiles. Yeah. Um, so I recommend five pictures total six on hinge which requires six the rest okay. don't require a certain number a nice clear shot of your face a full body you doing something interesting and then just two of you in your element people make the mistake of over doing it with the pictures too or showing lifestyle pictures like here's my boat here's my yeah. <laughs> zucchini that i grew here's yeah. my this here's my here are my group of 20 friends and you can't find me so Pictures of yourself that show who's going to show up on the date. That's all people want to know. Who's going to physically walk into state? That's what they need to see. Um, No bathroom selfies, no shirtless, no gym, (laughs) no, again, no pictures with a million friends. I would probably avoid pictures with kids, too, Mm -hmm. because we don't know. Do you have permission? one, If they're little, do you have permission? But if they're grown, I hate to say this, like, if you're a woman, if, if you're a woman looking for a man online and you have a grown daughter... That man, I'm sorry, whatever, is going to look at the daughter. I mean, who doesn't choose? Oh, who doesn't look at the younger person first? Also, if you're a grown man and you have a grown daughter, like, we don't know if that's your. Oh. 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 Erica froze. Erica froze. Your daughter. So it's just like, uh, I lost you for a second. There we go. Oh, yeah, we, 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 we you're back you. now. You froze for a second, but you're back. Technology. Um, it's because I didn't have my toe warmers on. That's why. I <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. That was really good. Thank you. <laughs> no, no, no. no, I mean, it's I, 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 look, I, you know, on, on, on Kings of Heart, you know, we're always, we give a lot of advice and we talk through a lot of issues, but we also keep it real. And I think the, uh, what you just shared is probably some of the most realist advice uh, I've heard concerning dating profiles. I, like, I didn't share as well. Like, I also... But I was in the 
later generation, you know, of, of joining mm -hmm. uh, online dating actually found it's where I found my now wife. Um, That's great. I was, yeah, I was, I was in and out. I was quick. I wasn't trying to do that long. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I was in and out. I wasn't there long. Um, but I, I will, I will, said. yeah, I know, right? Yeah. And, 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 um, but as you were, as you were listening, like the different kinds of photos, I was, I'm not gonna lie, I was, I was laughing to myself because I started, I started recalling all the different kinds of photos I was seeing. Um, the, the mm -hmm. kids one, now that I'm a father, um, the kids one, mm -hmm. I wasn't expecting that one. I think I, I, that hit, that hit me differently, but I can also see now that I do have clients. I know Rick does. I do have clients who are either they've been married before, so they have kids who are much, much older. Right. They're taking mm -hmm. pictures. So I really appreciate you naming some of the other ones that, um, for folks to just really consider. And I think the ones with kids, like yeah. that's a really big one. So I appreciated that like frankness yeah. about that. That's a good one. That's a really, really good one to apply. Yeah. Thanks. And I think what I'm hearing you say is that mostly what you want people to do is show their fun side, you know, show who they are on their best day, because this is who people want you to show up as not just, you know, yeah. you know, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, that was, I agree. I yeah. just, just be the real you who's going to show up. That's mm -hmm. it. Yeah. 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 And so yeah. now that they have the perfect profile up, how do mm -hmm. they actually communicate? Well, if people are communicating to them, if people are reaching out to them, what advice mm -hmm. do you give them about, how to be discerning and who you pick and who you communicate with and who you connect with and what they should be looking for on other people's mm -hmm. profiles. I wouldn't be too narrow in your search just because uh, an option to search for a certain thing is available. Doesn't mean you need to use it. True. So like you don't need to pile it on with, uh, you know, I want this height and this religion and this, this, and this is, look, I know certain things are important to different people, but again, you know, there's beauty in in the unexpected. Mm -hmm. So swipe on people. If you're not sure, swipe right or yes, um, because you just don't know. I think people get in their own way all the time when they're like, not my type, not my type. Yeah. Not my it's like Absolutely. most most happy people are with someone who wasn't their quote type because then you see the person as a whole person and not just someone you're attracted to. Right. Um, that first message is really important. I, I call it the how are you cleanse. I don't allow clients to ever say, how are you? How's your day? How's your weekend? What's up? Hi, how's it going? I think that's the full list mm -hmm. because it turns into a bunch of nothing. It turns into I'm working, I'm relaxing, I'm doing laundry. Nobody cares, okay? I don't even ask my friend are doing every day. <laughs> right, yeah. So I would rather you find something in the profile that you like and and comment on it or ask a question about it. So for example, if uh, John, you put the chocolate chip cookie thing, I might ask, did you ever see that friends episode with Phoebe making, you know, the Nestle toll house cookies? Or I might say like, did you get the recipe from your grandma? Mm. Um, Tariq apples, like we just passed fall. I might ask, Oh my goodness. Did you go apple picking this year? I missed it. Do you have any mm. orchards you recommend? Mm. I mean, that's, that's corny but um yeah, so something corny. like that like i might say you couldn't pay me to eat a granny smith apple but maybe my mind could be changed okay <laughs> right that's now. that's a good they're so tart anyway that's a good message though because it shows that you've read the person's profile and you're more creative than hi hey how are you hmm. then a lot of people get stuck in the messaging stage in the app so it gets to boring conversation. What Absolutely. are you doing? What are you doing? Uh, and uh, so I always recommend picking a topic 
and continuing to talk about that topic. Now, here's a little trick. If you're able to switch that topic into food or drink, then it's an easier segue. We should meet for that thing. So apples are easier. Yeah. Well, apples and cookies. I love it. So they're all pretty easy. Like, should should we go find the best apple pie in the city? Mm-hmm. That's a that's a fun date. Right. Well, um, yeah. You know, uh, so I do ask people what they like to drink. I don't necessarily mean alcohol, but it could be Absolutely. coffee. Yeah. Or it could be alcohol. Yeah. It could be cider. It could be cider, right. Yes, yeah. it could be cider. So, like, I have a client right now who put – she just moved to San Francisco, and she wrote, let's, let's find me the best Negroni. So – it makes it so easy on people who want to go on a date with her to just suggest a place. Like I had a Negroni at this bar. Right. Let's go there. And so it, it like our job, I want to make things easy for people. They right. don't know that that's what we're doing, but we're doing yeah. it because once you start just the high, Hey, it just ends up being a really boring conversation that never leads to a date. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's really good. Yeah. And and so so here you go. You have someone who found you attractive. They swiped. I'm not mm-hmm. sure if you swipe swipe left or right. Um, right. They, they swiped like right if they, for you. Um, you mm-hmm. guys connect. There's something there that's connecting you guys. You're having a sure. good conversation about mm-hmm. um, a particular thing that they saw in your profile yep. or vice versa. How do people successfully get from online mm-hmm. to the date? How do they get yeah. from Hey, you know, it's, it's great talking to you here to let's talk mm-hmm. offline. Yep. Uh, you could just say that. I mean, usually yeah. directness, <laughs> usually directness but I hear a lot of people don't do that. Well. I get I get that no, from they, a lot of clients. And they, they, they no, say no, that no, people right. want to talk online. They, no, like, they just want to have conversations online right. all the time. They don't even want to. They they're not even asking to go out. I know they don't do that. So you could be as simple as I like to tell people to say, I'm really enjoying our conversation. Would you like to meet? whatever, next week Mm -hmm. for a drink. Uh, Or I know a lot of women, if they're dating men, do want to wait for the guy to ask them out, which is fine. But I might suggest that they say, I'm really enjoying our conversation. Where should we go from here? Mm -hmm. I'm really Mm -hmm. enjoying our conversation. Should we meet for a drink next week to get to know each other? Or that's a great question. Much easier to share in person. Mm -hmm. Mm. And so that way it's not the overt asking on a date, but it's it's basically saying, I'm ready. Please ask me. Because for every person who wants to be asked sooner, there's another who wants to be asked later. And I often have to remind clients that the person at the other end has no idea what they want. They're not yeah. not asking. I mean, maybe some are not asking because they don't ever plan to ask. But many are not asking because they just don't know when the appropriate time is and they may not want to offend you. Mm-hmm. And so I like to I like to make things – I like to you know, give people things on a silver platter. Tell them what you want. I am really enjoying this. Right. I'd love to meet you in person sometime. Like, who wouldn't be flattered by that? Absolutely. And then you, and then you know if if they don't answer or don't address that, you're not meeting them. If they do, you are. Right. Great. Right. Yeah. True. Uh, yeah. I mean, and 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 to kind of follow up to that, uh, Erica, what are your thoughts about the bi-directionality of this process? Right. Like it. And, and as we all know, I mean, even for mm-hmm. us as relationship experts, it does go both ways. But I think people yeah. I think people enter the dating scene, whether it's through the apps or not, with this unidirectional kind of attitude and kind of framework that I think really trips them up. Not all, 
But I think there's like heavy expectations where like the other person has to do a lot of heavy pulling. Right. And that's where I've seen some people get sidelined, get pushed to mm-hmm. the side. And as I like to say, you know, they end up playing themselves. Um, I know that sounds harsh, but like that is the reality. It's like you're waiting okay. and waiting and waiting, right? So I'm very curious about like what's your take and how have you talked to folks about your clients about like, hey, like this is gonna this goes both ways. Like you can't just kind of sit back and kind of wait for everything. Yeah, agree. You can't sit back and wait for everything. Also, momentum is really important. I suggest going mm. on a date sooner rather than later before yep. you get buried in someone's, you know, someone's queue somewhere. Yeah. So, um, yeah, no, I, people think people read minds and I'm right. sure you see that <laughs> yeah. every day. Yeah. And yeah. I have to be the the bearer of news. Not only do they not read minds, but they're clueless and have no idea what you want. So until <laughs> right. you tell someone what you want, I would love to meet you, for example. Absolutely. Yeah. Then they do not know that. Mm. Yeah. And so, you know, I think some people it goes deeper than that. They're not asking people out because they have a fear of it not working. So they'd rather just not give themselves the chance. But we don't have to get you're the you're you're the you know the psychologist here. I don't need to I don't need to get into that. But I know there is a fear for many people, and so it's easier for them if they say, "Well, I'm doing online dating. It didn't work. Right. Well, it didn't work because you didn't make it work. But right, right, yeah. right, right. Yep. No. Yeah. And so what about the the first date? So they do actually connect. They do decide, okay, we're going to go out. Oh, wait. And they both show up because let's Ooh, talk about how flaky man. people are these days. Oh, that's cold. I'm, 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 I, I am so frustrated with the number of flaky people. Like I actually set up dates for clients. Right. So a, a major service that I offer, as crazy as this sounds, is clients hire me to essentially outsource their online dating to me. <laughs> My team and I do the online dating mm-hmm. and send you on your date. Okay. Right. And so let's say I put in three hours to getting this date for a client and then the other person, not my client, obviously, just five minutes before cancels oh, or oh, God, God forbid doesn't show up, which has happened and it makes me so angry. And it's just like selfishly, that was my time. It was also my Absolutely, client's time. Right. And and I have to now manage my client's emotions. Yeah, the discipline. That person yeah. didn't flake because of anything you did. You did nothing. They don't know you. Right. So I'm having a really hard time with that lately. Not just with dating, just mm-hmm. across the board. Yeah, absolutely. Right. With people just being so flaky and just so um, like disrespectful of other people's time. So Stay all calm. I ask is like, remember, there's another person who had to like take a shower and get dressed and go mm-hmm. wherever you're meeting. Be a good person. Okay, now now we can get back to your question. <laughs> no, but that needed to be said. Yeah. Uh, I mean that 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 goes without saying, uh, and it's and again, I appreciate that. I know Rick does too, because yeah. because then what happens is then that level of hurt and disappointment comes into the therapy room, and then now we're working on like you know unresolved trauma, and Correct. then now that person has backslid, you yep. know, and so you know what what Erica is mentioning, abandonment. But we need we need folks to understand that, like you know. She's right. Like, be a good person. Mm-hmm. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, it doesn't just, take much. It doesn't, it doesn't cost anything. It really <laughs> doesn't. You know what I mean? Like, just be a good person because you need to understand that's going to be both interpersonal and intrapersonal right. issues by you being a flake. Right. And let's be honest. Um, 
I'm not trying to be uh, a bad person here when I say this, but you also have to be careful because everything has a return. All right. Mm. And so you need to be very, very mindful of like how you show up in the dating scene because there is another person that's a human being. Yeah. Right. And so I think and that's the part where I can imagine for Erica and her team, like the frustration, because it's it's even it's even harder for us as therapists when you do see the mm -hmm. unraveling happening in session because someone flaked. It's really hard. It is hard. And I'm glad you said that because it doesn't just have implications for the five minutes of when, you know, you were, you know, you show up and realize someone's not coming. It has like much deeper implications right. and it's not personal, but I understand why people take it personally. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I remember back in, back in my single days, um, you know, because I wrote my book way back, you know, it's just a damn day back in 06. And um, I met a lot of um, dating coaches. I met a lot of matchmakers. And even if I wasn't using their services, they would sometimes send me on dates to evaluate their <laughs> clients. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the client didn't always know that's what was going on. Right. Um, they were hoping that there would be a connection. But I've done that before. Too. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're going in like I'm a spy. And uh -huh. so, you know, I would go in and I would meet these people and I would talk to them and I would get a good sense of the kind of data that they are. Mm -hmm. How often do you run across some with some of your clients who are just genuinely bad daters? I mean, it's so hard because I can't be on the date with them. So right. I don't know what's going on. But you can hear the stories back from get, them later on, you know. Well, I only get their side. True that, yeah. And so I did do that once. I sent a friend out with a client of mine and I told him it was a friend. Like I, I didn't keep that from him or anything. And obviously, look, I would have been thrilled if they had a connection, but gosh, the feedback was invaluable. Like he, lovely person, 40 year old man. She told me he talked about his mother eight times and I had no idea that was going on. Wow. And that's not uh, sexy, we'll just say. <laughs> not, not at all. Let me tell you about no. my mom. Not at all. No, he showed up and I, I I can't even believe this. He showed up and said to my fr my friend, his date, he goes, oh, just FYI, I puked 10 minutes ago. Wow. I, I don't I don't know why anyone would I like I don't know what's happening. Right. And so and then the mother thing and then the and it's just like, OK, now I have a better sense of how I can coach him. Mm -hmm. Right. And so, you know, and he didn't take feedback as well as I would have wanted him to. I gave it completely objectively. Mm -hmm. I said, like, this is the feedback I got here's what I recommend based on it. There was no like feelings in it, mm -hmm. but he was like, I don't talk about my mother that much. And I'm like, you've already talked about her six more times to me. So, <laughs> um, it was just something to be, to be aware. I wish I had a spy on every day. I don't, I know. I know people are getting in their own way at every turn, but you know, we can only do what we can. I mean, we, we, we see what people tell us, you know, when they come to you, when they come to me, we can do everything in our power. But that's why I don't, I mean, back to the clip you shared, I don't measure success on marriages right. or long-term relationships. Yeah. What you do in that relationship is completely up to you. I present opportunities, dates. Sure. You have to take those opportunities. Yeah, sure. John, doesn't that kind of remind you of individual therapy? Like, we'll work with an individual, and you're only getting their side of the story. And it's Absolutely. not until they bring in, you know, a mate. Like, I want to do a couple sessions. So they bring in their mate, and all of a sudden you get all this information. Like, hold on. Yeah. yeah, we didn't we didn't talk about any of this. So now I'm getting a whole nother <laughs> perspective on who you are and what we might need to work on. But it's yeah. much easier when we have couples because now you're getting both sides. But sure, if you're only getting exactly. that one side, you have no idea that, hey, you are the one making these kind of mistakes 
And these right. are the ways that these are the things we need to work on so that you're not continuing to do them in the long run. Right. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah, people do it and, and I and I don't think that will ever stop. And so <laughs> I, I find I find Erica's story. Uh, that she just shared uh very hilarious because we we, even, <laughs> we we do see that in therapy yeah. people come in play all types of games they don't tell the full story you know and then um and then they want all kinds of validation and pity and again it just depends who you're talking to some of us are really going to give it objectively and in an honest way and i appreciate you telling him you know in a very objective way now you know the defensive really sparked and he's clouded because he didn't even realize that he had mentioned his mom six times so right. that in and of itself right. you know you're dealing with a very uh complicated nuanced you know situation so it'll take him a while he may get there yeah. but i like, I like him i wish him well absolutely but... right. yeah, yeah. <laughs> It, it was good feedback, though. And I think people do appreciate, and I'm sure your clients appreciate this, too. Like, even if I'm looking at someone's profile and evaluating it and telling them, like, what's not working, I always ask first, do I have permission to be honest? I've only had one person in 12 years say no. And I kept my mouth <laughs> shut. I don't know why they would say no, whatever. But I'm very – I don't mince words. Right. No. And generally, people like that because, like, sometimes I'll see – things people posted and I'll actually ask like what were you thinking yeah. and I don't mean it in a mean way I'm actually asking you what what were you thinking mm -hmm. and usually the answer is I wasn't yeah <laughs> yeah so you know it's it's good I'm sure everyone we work with all three of us appreciates the objective feedback yeah yeah we talk about that all the time I have I can tell you how many times, like John's, like, look, I'm real with my clients. I'm gonna tell them yeah. exactly. Yeah, one thousand percent. I'm like, real I'm too. Again, most people like that. Sometimes I could soften myself a little bit, but mm, they're not paying me to tell Absolutely. them what they want to hear. Exactly. They're paying me to help them. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You know, I, I, I was wondering too. What about pre gaming? You know, you mentioned the guy talking about how, you know he that just reminds he, me of college. He just, like, not, uh, you know, he <laughs> just you know threw up you know before the 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 date. You have this concept of dry dating, right, where people are not drinking before they go out. But okay. that's because people do go out, you know, and they'll drink either on the date or prior to to kind of loosen up. What kind of okay. advice do you give your clients around basically around pregaming? You know, is it if, they, if you recognize that they're feeling really anxious, they're really nervous about going into the date, that they do things that may um, help them? relax a little bit before the date or do you kind of tell them hey you know don't don't do that because you might make a little bit more a few more mistakes than you would if you were not um no one's imbibing. ever asked that before mm -hmm. uh really? no yeah i'm, I'm certainly not going to tell someone to drink before a date like, go on, just listen. Uh, get a, get a, i mean i might tell shot. them i've had <laughs> i've had clients go directly from work to a date mm -hmm. and i might tell them like give yourself a few minutes to decompress after work because yeah. when you're showing up on Absolutely. that date in your work mode i mean the first 10 minutes are going to be not like warm and mm -hmm. inviting you're going to no. be still stressing about your day mm -hmm. also it might help to change outfits yeah. even if you're going right from work um things change when you are wearing different clothes you know there are studies Absolutely. that show when women wear heels they feel more confident they act differently right. wow. and so you know take off the blazer put on a cute top right. if that makes you feel cuter and sexier and more date-y mm -hmm. and if you're a guy and you're wearing a suit like get rid of the tie and Absolutely. You, know, you know roll your sleeves or something because they're that's huge. And so not pre-gaming in like the, you know, have a shot, go on a date, but more mentally 
If you're feeling really anxious, give yourself that space before the date to relax. Also, going on more dates helps with that because mm. if you're going on so few dates, each one has an elevated level of importance. But if you're going on more, just like anything you might do, the more practice, the the calmer you feel for each one because each one doesn't have such significance. Right. Fantastic. That's a great point. You know, as, you. We, as we begin to wrap up this episode of Kings of the Heart, we like to do what we call the noble truths. So the noble truths are basically what are your bullet points from today's discussion? What are the main things that you want our listeners to take away from what we talked about today? So, Erica, give our listeners your noble truths. Oh, boy. So much pressure. Uh, I would say when picking pictures for the profile, think to yourself, are the pictures who I look like when I walk into a date? That's mm-hmm. number one. Remember to go into each date just thinking, I'm going to meet a new person. Not, is this going to be my future partner? Absolutely, right. yes. Um, just and, a damn date. Wow. Yeah, it's just, a, I always love the title of your book. <laughs> and lastly, um, uh, it's okay to show, well, since this is, I know what the show is called, it's okay to show your cards a little. If you had a good time, <laughs> say, say, I had a good time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Dr. John, what about for you? What, what are your noble truths this week? Um, I, I don't I don't know. I mean, Erica's done such a great job. I don't really have much to say. <laughs> I mean, no, I mean, she was, I mean, she was on here killing it. I mean, things that come to mind, um, again, not to be repetitive, but I think just to uplift some of the things that she said that really resonate from what I think about clients. One, um, it's it is a date. Just chill out, just have fun. Um, don't don't stress it. Um, I also I also appreciate the idea of um, taking feedback. Let's be right. honest. Like outside of like all the amazing work Erica and her team does, um, act, talk to friends, talk to family members, talk to other people, and solicit objective advice as best mm. as you can. Because these are people who actually know you, so at least you can get some level of not just a stranger telling you. Not to say like Erica's a stranger who runs an amazing business and is doing great work, but it's. I think if you're going to really push this forward, really solicit objective advice from the people who know you best and the people you mm-hmm. can trust from their feedback. Yeah. And I think the last thing as well is um, Erica used a word and and it took me back to my dating um, dating days, and that is really make sure that you stay on top of the momentum you own Mm -hmm. that part yourself right do not allow or do not put yourself in a position where you are focused that the other person has to maintain that momentum it's bi-directional folks you got to own that and if Mm -hmm. you own it i can imagine to erica's point things could naturally and organically pick up very smoothly Mm -hmm. but you can't sit back watch wait take pictures and then things things is gonna uh, happen nope yeah and i think my noble truth for this week is i only have one work with professionals all right, if you're if you're struggling, it. if yes. you're out there struggling with trying to find somebody and you're having a hard time with your current profile, if you're having a hard time dating or getting to the first date, turn to a professional. There are people out there like Erica. Matter of fact, let's go to Erica. Yeah, yeah, people out there. Let's go right. I mean, I mean, like her, her her team is setting people up on dates. Like, right? Man, they do all the work for you. You get the whole package. Right? Yeah, you under you under <laughs> drop it on a you under drop us a link or something, man. Because like, people, I would love is, to. This is comprehensive services. When yeah. I heard that, I was like, man, I didn't know this was happening out here. <laughs> Make so it easy on like, you. Like we're talking about wraparound services. Erica and her yeah. team is providing. Yeah. So turn turn to a professional for that help. Right. You don't always have to try and carry. I mean, we're therapists. We you know we do this for a living too. When you need that extra help, when you need, you just need somebody to kind of walk you through the process, they're there for you. So there are, you know, mental health professionals, there are dating professionals, and that's who Erica is, right? right? So make sure you turn around 
and talk to somebody who can actually give you the help that you need, right? So that's what we got for you guys. That is a wrap for today's show. I hope you guys enjoyed yourselves. Erica, please tell the people where they can find out more about you, social media, websites, everything. Please give the people the Absolutely. The, my business is called A Little Nudge. Anything online, you can just look up A Little Nudge, alittlenudge.com, Instagram. My Instagram, I post, uh, I post sometimes mistakes people make online and give advice on how not to make those mistakes. It's often funny slash sad, uh, <laughs> but <laughs> always entertaining. And um, yeah, no, I just want to thank you for having me. Oh, Erica, it was great having you on again after all of these years. As you can I see. know. I'll see you again in 10 years. <laughs> no, we're going to make it no. much sooner, much, just much sooner, much sooner than just that. Kidding. We have to have you back again soon. We Dr. definitely got to have you back. Dr. Okay. John. <laughs> How can people find out more about what's going on with you? Yeah, I mean, come check out all the amazing work and things that we're doing at kingsoftheheart.com. Um, always come show love to the page. Um, you can also find um, all the great clinical work we're doing at the Relationship Counseling Center of Maryland. That's www.rccmaryland, spell out the Maryland.com. And then just type in Dr. John Hart. I'm also affiliated you know, with Vera Institute of Justice and just doing a lot of great work across the nation in terms of criminal justice reform and just addressing disparities. So. Yeah. All right. Brother Reek, where can we find you, man? Well, you can find me, as Dr. John said, right here at kingsoftheheart.com. You can find us streaming the show live now, live on YouTube and on Facebook on both of our Kings of the Heart pages. You can also hear us on in this audio form on yeah. all the different streaming platforms. So you can, you know, you've been able to hear us there doing that for the past five yeah. years. Um, uh, so we're everywhere. We are absolutely everywhere. Just in terms of me, you can go to my website, TyrekoMariWalton.com. If you want to connect with me for clinical work, if you want to go to, for, yeah, for clinical work, you can go to InsightMFT.com. And also you can go to my media page, ViewsAndVibes.com. Again, we are everywhere. And find me online, Tyrekomari Walton. Just that easy. So anyway, look at great show erica Amazing thank show. you so much for coming yeah, on thanks great to coming, see you erica. again and we'll see you again soon dr john brother man amen another great one man. another, another, another great one another one, another <laughs> one. Uh, this is this is great i mean um and 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 like i said um when i'm when i'm out and about i'm just gonna just tell people like you need to go get a little nudge you know when oh, I'm up there get so nah, great great work erica we're really glad to have you and we're thank definitely you. gonna have you back again Oh, yeah. I would love that. Without Part a two. doubt. Part Without two. All right, guys. Look at everyone. You guys take care. Listeners, we will see you again soon. And enjoy your weekend. Peace. That was so fun. Sorry. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Erica has to come back. <laughs> <laughs>